Hi! You are listening to the Feel Good Bride Club. I'm Laura. And I'm Natalie. And this is the place to be for brides to be. Click subscribe so you don't miss any episodes. We can't wait to share all things weddings with you. And we are so excited to bring you the bridal buzz. Hello. Hi. Hi, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Feel Good Bride Club. Happy Friday, everyone. <laughs> we definitely need a jingle start. Welcome to the Feel Good Bride Club. Love it. That's what, the what one. should we do? We'll have to know. figure out something. Anyway, <laughs> we, we digress. As usual. As usual. Um, we are going to be doing a podcast today all about... Q and A. I thought you were going to say we are going to do a podcast today. I was like, oh, are we? <laughs> <laughs> do, do you know that that's what we do on a Friday? <laughs> yes. Uh, yes. Yeah, so we're going to do a Q and A on all things weddings. So we've asked on our social media platforms. You can follow us, guys. We're on at Feel Good Bride Club on Instagram and Facebook. We also have a wonderful Facebook community called the Feel Good Bride Club. You can find that on our page. Um, where we share lots of like even more um, advice and loads of guidance and things. But we asked on our social media about some um, questions that you want us to answer. So this is what we're going to go through today. And I think that it's definitely clear that people want that. So we're going to mm-hmm. do that once a month, aren't we? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I think Q&As are brilliant because obviously you're asking us for the questions and their actual real bride questions like we obviously share real bride advice on our blogs and our website so any questions that you really don't know the answer to get us to answer them for you and this Definitely. is exactly this is what we're here for yeah so should we go in with question number one let's dive in <laughs> question number one is where do i look for my suppliers so obviously the wonderful wedding world is definitely shining bright on social media isn't it oh, i think definitely that a lot of people do use social media now don't they i think if you have got social media then that is the place to go mm. to find uh, you know you put in hashtag wedding makeup artist hashtag wedding photographer yeah and things come up there and once you um follow one it always comes up with like we recommend this person yes. as well and that's the thing that's a way to search isn't it yeah. using those hashtags especially on instagram and we all have like a discovery page it is. Yeah. And all you need to do on that discovery page is put hashtag, you know, what, you know, whatever supplier you're looking for. And it will bring loads of different options up. So that's a really good way. And you can also do more than one hashtag. So yeah. you put hashtag wedding photographer, hashtag Lancashire. Mm-hmm. So everybody that's put those hashtags in their posts will bring that up on the discovery page. Yeah. So that's one way to do it on Instagram. And yeah, then other people use Pinterest as well. Well, just while we're on Instagram, we do a lot of styled shoots, don't we? Mm. So if we do a styled shoot with lots of different suppliers, what we will do and what other suppliers will do, they'll tag all of the suppliers yes. in the post. Yeah. And when they work with certain suppliers, so they'll tag in, for example, obviously we're hair and makeup, so they'll always tag us in. So that's another way is on other people's pages, they'll tag other Yes, so click the tags. Yeah. Yeah, so have a look look at that. Yeah, and then, yeah, like you've just said, Pinterest. Mm. Um, That's a really good one. Pinterest is like a bride's dream isn't it it's great to create your wedding on there as well isn't it yeah you have loads of inspo loads of ideas and that's another good hashtag to use actually loves 
on Instagram, do hashtag wedding inspo or hashtag wedding inspiration because a lot of styled shoots, a lot of kind of stylists will use that hashtag. So it's a great idea for you to use that, you know, just for ideas if you're looking for your wedding. Yeah. Um, You've also got Facebook. Facebook's Facebook? got loads of communities, mm-hmm. haven't it? Haven't they? And like loads of forums, which is a good place to start, isn't it, for brands? I think the Facebook groups are perfect. Yeah. Like, you know, like you've seen, I'm part of one for Ireland. I'll literally yeah. type it in and I've asked so many people for advice. Like, mm. And it's amazing because other brides give their recommendations and things and you yeah. are part of a community, so it's perfect. Yeah. Um, and that's what ours does on our Facebook community group, our members group. Definitely. And that's what we wanted to make it, you know, all about, like sharing advice, sharing help. So that's another good place to have a little look. And also what you can do is look in the area that you're getting married um, and even further afield, actually, it doesn't matter, and look at different wedding fairs and wedding yeah. events because they are brilliant to mm-hmm. gauge how it's going to be on your wedding day, especially if, like, for example, a wedding venue is having an open house. Um, you get to see how it's dressed only. Yeah. You get to see how the vibe's going to be for the day, yeah. really, which is great. I think when you go to a wedding venue and it's empty and it's not dressed, sometimes it's difficult to see what yes. it's going to look like. Yeah. Whereas if you do have a wedding fair that day, go, you'll feel the buzz in the room, you'll see everyone kind of walking about, getting excited, you'll meet different suppliers mm. there, you'll get to know them, you'll get to know suppliers' personalities and styles and things. So I think a wedding fair is a really, really good place to I go. do. And it's nice to do, isn't it, with your, with your partner or your bridal party? Yeah, you're kind of making it into like a mini bridal event and we've talked about this a lot about really celebrating and getting that bridal buzz and going to a wedding fair, you get that vibe, yeah. don't you? Mm-hmm. And I love at the moment, there's loads of different wedding furs to suit different styles so you'll yeah. have lots of different kind of you know um vibes to different wedding furs so i've seen one that's all about boho i've yes. seen one that's all like a quirky wedding fur i think it's actually called that and i was like yeah. i love that you know something alternative then you have your traditional ones then you have like your kind of really whimsical ones so you've got loads of different options now i think yeah. there's so many options for brides and it's a really good way to see what your style is as well. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I think finally, it's just good old-fashioned Google. Get on Google. Yeah, just type in just whatever Google you need it. and their websites will come up so you can have a good look yeah. through Ask there. your friends as well. Yes. Ask networks. But that's what Nat was, you were just saying, weren't you, about the community side. Mm-hmm. That's what there is so much like. There's so much power about the community where you can just say... Does anybody know yeah. this supplier in this area? And you will find that lots of people are like, yep, yeah, use this. Yeah. Or, yep, yeah, my friend used this person. And, you know, ask ask yeah. other people. Because I definitely believe I'm, I'm very much about, I'd rather ask for somebody's recommendation yeah. for anything in my life. I'd rather say, right, have you had that? What do you think about that? And then I'll go and do my research. I just feel there's a lot of trust when you get somebody's definitely. recommendation, isn't there? Yeah. Yeah. Definitely, yeah. One million percent. So that's hopefully that's helped people with yes, that one. That's, yes, that's question number one. So question number two is also about suppliers. So when do I book my suppliers? And mm. the answer to this is as soon as possible. Yeah. As soon as your supplier's diary is open for your that particular year, that particular date, get them booked in because people do get booked in far in advance. Yeah. Um, and obviously if they're a highly popular supplier then, you know, they might have limited availability. So don't think to yourself, I'm going to give it six months and then I'll get in touch. 
I there's no time like the present, so I would just book as soon as you you know you've Reach made your out decision. Now. Yeah. Well, we did um, actually last night. It was on our members community group. We did a bridal goal setting workshop. And what we discussed was the five stages to your wedding mm-hmm. planning. And it gave you kind of like a really good different um, view of what every stage of your wedding planning is going to look like. And one of them is all about your review and inquire stage. Yeah. And that stage is basically, that can be done as early as possible because as Nat said, they, you know, you've got to remember that people do get booked up. Mm-hmm. And certainly, let's address, you know, the C word, COVID as what it's done is pushed back a lot of days. So we've got a lot of brides still from, you know, from 2020 that have moved into different years. And, you know, 2021, early doors have moved on to different years as well. So those suppliers have become really booked. Um, We know we are, as as a business, we are so, so busy. Um, So I definitely think, you know, you're you're 100% right, book in advance. Book in advance. I was only having a conversation with my dad the other day about... And he was laughing at me saying, God, you're not getting married for another 18 months. What's the rush? And I was like, dad in the wedding industry, 18 months is next week. (laughs) I know, especially for the type of wedding that you want because you're getting married in a different country. And because obviously you want to have all the people there that you want to have there, there is a bit of, there's quite a lot of logistics and planning needed. Organisation. So it's just, I want to be organised, then it make it easier on the day. Yeah. And I don't want But somebody can, literally. Of course they can. Like, for example, we've talked about this in other podcasts. We have seen a huge change in the wedding industry where people are getting married during the week. Every day is a wedding day, we have found. So it's opening up suppliers to opportunities to get married in the week. And if you are a bride and groom and bride and bride and and groom and groom that wants to just go ahead and get it done, then you have got options maybe that you're going to look at different days. Yeah. So some suppliers might have availability there. Mm-hmm. So it, it does depend on it what, does, what on vibe what you, want. you want, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, of course but it does. I would say for sure, the earlier the better. Definitely. Yeah. Um. Question number three. When do I send my save the dates? I think this is the same. Same. As, as, uh, the answer to question number two is as soon as possible yeah get it done i think you need to save the dates it's just you've obviously just letting all your guests know when the wedding's going to be with the save the dates you don't need to give them any details other than the date yeah and obviously if it's going to be in a different country let them know it's going to be in a different country if it's going to be down south or you know if it's not local yeah let them know that but yeah just let them know the date as soon as possible totally and when do i send my full invites yeah, I mean, again, I think this is really dependent on how quick you're planning your wedding. Yeah. If you're going to be doing it quick, then obviously you've got to get it done quick. Mm-hmm. If you're getting it done in advance, then obviously you've got time there. Like, get your save the dates out. But usually it's it's around, they usually say about two to three months yeah. beforehand, isn't yeah. it? Um, but who they are, I don't know. We usually no. say, they usually say, yeah. but it's whatever works for you. But you've just got to think about you as a wedding guest. When would you like to receive your invite? Mm-hmm. So do it from your point of view. I've had I've had wedding invites where the wedding's been booked like a year and a half, two years in advance, and I've got my invite like a matter of weeks before. Yeah, I've known the date and it, I know where it is, but I've just got it a few weeks before. Yeah. So again, it just depends on you as a bride about how you want to kind of like be communicated to yeah. as a wedding guest, I guess, isn't mm-hmm. it? Yeah. Yeah. 
good answer there. I know. I really <laughs> thought that that was all right. That was <laughs> So this um, question number five, mm. we get asked a lot about this, and it's all about destination weddings how do I go about booking a destination wedding and what do I do Mm. how do I go about kind of booking my suppliers and I think number one thing is obviously once you've booked your actually I was going to say once you've booked your venue but it's get a wedding planner I would highly Mm. recommend getting a wedding planner if you can if you can if you're in the position where you can then a wedding planner will especially if it's in a different country and there's a language barrier there I think a wedding planner would be the best thing to do but I think before all that you need to go over yeah you do you've got to research yeah this that you know your research stage is basically so key for destination weddings you've got to go and see that you know I think that by finding out where you want to get married if you're getting married overseas finding out the area you want to kind of look at then going on and asking, you know, looking at different wedding um, yeah. communities, forums, research, research, and then get to the point where you're thinking, yeah, I've got these in mind or mm-hmm. this in mind. You might have yeah. more than one. You might be like, I've got five that I want to see. Yeah. I've got two or you might just have one. And then getting over there and seeing it. And then I would say all the destination weddings that we do as a business most often more often than not they have a wedding planner don't they which is brilliant because the amount of brides that lean on the wedding planners when they get married abroad is is huge because you need them you do you know it's a lot of them are usually part of the venue we have had some weddings though haven't we where they've got married at a relative's home over there yeah so again you've got that network you've got connections and it's all about somebody from that area knowing you know uh different contacts over there mm-hmm. knowing how to kind of like organize the day how to run the day there might be language barriers so it's kind of having that person that go-to person that you feel supported with absolutely and, and also think... wedding planners from the uk yeah we have a lot of we do a lot of work with wedding planners in the uk that are booked for destination weddings yeah so they support the brides don't they and go over with them yeah as part of that and I think as well, it depends on the style of wedding you want. So, for example, if you're getting married in Spain in a villa, mm. then, you know, you probably will benefit from a wedding planner. But if you're getting married at a hotel and it's a yeah. hotel wedding, then they've probably got a wedding planner and a wedding coordinator within mm. the hotel. So it obviously depends on your needs. But Absolutely. Um, yeah, definitely having somebody there to help will massively help you make it easier and especially with language barriers i agree and i think as well you know what we find because we do a lot of destination weddings um and as i've just mentioned we've got like friends that are wedding planners that do a lot of destination weddings as well so what i'd say at this point is you know you can take your own team over there as well so don't feel that you have to rely on just the you know the suppliers over there wherever there is (laughs) over there i'm pointing such a ptk moment over there um don't feel you need to do that because you can take your own wedding team over you know Mm -hmm. that's what a lot of brides do that's why we get taken over a lot because they want that you know a lot of brides feel they want to have the reassurance of having the hair and makeup look you know nailed down before they go Mm -hmm. and then where over there is then you know is reassurance and they've built that relationship up with us and that's what other brides will do with other hair and makeup artists other photographers videographers wedding planners so again that is definitely an option for you Uh, for more reassurance really that's what you need yeah absolutely like and um for me my own experience obviously 
islands not a million miles away, but it is a destination wedding in the sense we're getting on a plane and stuff. Mm. So I'm taking with me our hair and makeup gorgeous team, who mm. are our girls, um, taking with me um, videographer and photographer. Yeah. Um, our entertainment are coming from England. And yeah. then cake, flowers, styling is all going to be over there. Yes. Because yeah. they're the kinds of things that, you know, it would be difficult to take flowers, a florist over mm. there because obviously the flowers... It can here. be done, can't it? Massively it? can be it done. It can be done. But obviously if you've got... It's your choice. It's your choice. It's, it's all about what's important to you, isn't it? Yeah. So whatever your priority is, if that's really important and you've got something specific in mind, you need to totally follow that, yeah. don't you? Mm-hmm. Um, but I definitely think, just as talking about it now... Because there's loads more to say on destination weddings. Yeah. I think that's definitely something we will do a podcast about. Yes. So let us know in the comments as well. And let us know where you're getting married. Let us know if you want any advice around there. Because, you know, we have done um, a number of destination weddings in lots of different locations. So pop your comments in as well. So uh, we'll be able to help you on that and do a a destination wedding. Yeah. We've yeah. got we've got a few this year, haven't we? I know. Do you know this is this is a what this is the thing where I'm like, thank the Lord we can travel. You I know. know, I'm so excited, and you know all the brides that had to move due to restrictions. Yeah. They're having the day. They're mm-hmm. having the day in the sun. I, I love know. it. Exciting. Yeah. Um. The next question is this six. I think so. One, yeah. two, three, four, five, six. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> question number six. What do I do when I walk down the aisle? Please help. <laughs> Whoever sent us that, we love you. Don't worry. You know, this is something, and we can both vouch for this, can't we? That we hear a lot on the wedding morning. Yeah. Where we hear the bride or the bridesmaids going, I am nervous about walking oh, down no. the aisle. And honestly, what we'll say to you is, uh, you know, we have been lucky where we've been there on all day weddings as well. Yeah. What we'll say to you is you are so in the moment of absolute giddiness and excitement. Yeah. It will flow by so easy. And my loves, you cannot ever mess up because it's your wedding day. Yeah. And you won't mess up. No. What you've got to just remember is you're in a room full of people that you know and love. These are not strangers. They're people that love you and they're all there to celebrate you. Yeah. So know that and go in with that comfort and reassurance. It's just like walking probably into... Like, say it was a birthday party. Yeah. Think of it in that sense, just to take away yeah. that stress. And know at the end of the aisle, you've got the love of your life. Who's going to be there? And mm-hmm. literally, you have nothing to fear. You've just got... You, you said something, actually, and I loved it on one of our pods. You said um, that, f- like, nervousness yeah. is the same feeling physically as excitement. butterflies, yeah. excitement. So remember that. Go Go back to remembering that. And remember that that what you're feeling is excitement. Yeah. It's overwhelming love. Yeah. It's a beautiful, beautiful feeling. Yeah. So just know that you literally it will flow by. You've got this. You're safe. You'll be amazing. Yeah. You've got to tell yourself that, mm-hmm. that and that's what we share with brides that yeah. have that mantra. Yeah. You're going to be amazing. You literally like enjoy it. Enjoy, enjoy it. it. Just some little bits of advice is one is not to walk down the aisle too quickly. Yeah. And photographers always say that in the morning, don't they? You know, Mm. you'll feel like you're walking slow, but you won't look like you're walking slow. Take your time. At all. Take your time. Enjoy it. And with that, smile. Mm. Smile and look around and see those gorgeous faces smiling back at you because Mm. everyone's so happy to be there. It's just a gorgeous moment. And just 
God, I'll be milking it, me. I'm like, hey. <laughs> but some brides are so in the moment that they're just literally like, I, I'm just trying not to cry. Yes. And they just literally just need to breathe it yeah. through, don't they? Because it's That's just... It. Just it's take so a deep lovely. breath. It's, it's beautiful. It's a gorgeous moment. And do you know, I'd love it for yeah anyone that's fearing it to really work on and that's something we can talk about more so as well because obviously part of the feel good bride club is all about that mindset Mm -hmm. it's all about that confidence and feeling empowered and positive um i'd love like for you you brides that are fearing that or just not looking forward to that is to really do some work around that and do a little bit like I'm going to be amazing. Yes. I've got this. You know, try if you're going to like your venue or you're going to see the church beforehand, just walk through walk it. Down, yeah. Do it. Walk it. And then you've done it. It will not be your first time walking down the aisle. No. Then. Walk it. And then you're like, I've done it. Yeah. I'm all right. Fine. I've got this. And you know what you could and Next do. time I'm going to be in an amazing <laughs> dress and my hair and makeup did. I'm going to look awesome. You'll be strutting. Yeah. So, yeah. When you've got that dress on and your hair and makeup done, you strut, girl. <laughs> Exactly, enjoy it. But another thing you could do, and we will touch on this on a separate episode, but is just to do little things, tiny little things that push yourself out of your comfort zone. Yes. The run up the wedding. And, you know, if you, if you are a nervous person, it doesn't come naturally, like confidence isn't a natural thing for you, then maybe give yourself tiny little tasks. Like this, it might be as simple as asking somebody in the shop, where the milk is on there you know what yes, I mean definitely. little things like that because yeah. not everyone is confident and you know like I've got friends who who's so nervous and can't ask you know a shopkeeper where the milk is but she can stand up in front of hundreds of people at work mm. and you know so it's just being in that frame of mind of what yeah. when are you feeling your most confident yeah. and that environment and you're almost just like fake it till you make it enjoy yeah. it it's it's that it's so true the saying of like if you think you can or you think you can't you're right yeah it's only ever our beliefs that hold us back from doing anything and doing little tasks that scare us or doing things that are out of our comfort zone basically make us break out of our comfort yeah. zone so what potentially used to scare us doesn't anymore no we just that is all about what personal development and growth is and that's a massive passion of both of ours isn't yeah, it and definitely. i do a lot of coaching with women on personal development and confidence and, and empowerment and what is a beautiful thing to see is when a person grows in their belief system and the mindset mm-hmm. because it shows them confidence is something that you show up for yourself yeah it's not by having it through any other person it's not when you get that done when you do this when that happens confidence is basically an inside job so yeah that i love that do little things out your comfort zone do a skydive the week before you get married get get, do a skydive on the morning (laughs) what we'll do we won't see you in the morning three days before Snakes in the, we- in the on the wedding morning. I'm like, what the hell? Like, I'm facing my fears. I'm my fears. You God, said you'll be so. running down the aisle. <laughs> we have to do a disclaimer, I reckon, for that. We don't mean actually like going that extreme, but you know what I mean. Um, we're just swimming the channel. Um, <laughs> yeah. Do a bit of wild you, swimming. Wild swimming. <laughs> I want to do that, by the way. I know you do. I'll I'm watch. So- <laughs> Thanks for your love and support. <laughs> I know, I'd be scared. But I could do that. You need to do it then if you'll yeah, be scared. If that's the first thing that you're zone. saying, 
that's basically what your subconscious thinks about that task. Yeah. Because your subconscious is always right and you're saying, I'm scared. Think of when... leeches and eels and things. Right, that's it. You come in white waters, <laughs> diving, swimming, whatever it's called, with the cold water swimming. Oh, wow. I love it. <laughs> next one. <laughs> On to the next. Now, this is an interesting one. What is it? And so it's, I've got two bridesmaids that don't get on and it's stressing me out. Oh, my love. What I'm sending you love, whoever sent that. Um, this yeah. is a difficult one, isn't it? When, yeah. when like, bridal party members don't get on and me and you don't get it because we get on with everybody, don't we? But it, it does happen, it unfortunately. It really, really does happen. And what I'll say first and foremost in this situation is you're not alone. No. So I think a lot of people that are in this situation, they feel really sad and isolated that they feel that... They probably look at other people and go, oh, everyone's got a really happy yeah. bridal party and this is what's going on with mine. You're not alone. No. This is just to reassure you, this happens. But I think when it comes to this kind of situation, there's two ways to approach it, I would say. And let me know what you think. I feel that the first thing you can do, if you're not really a person that's kind of, you know, comfortable to be honest and not not comfortable to be honest because obviously you're comfortable to be honest, but if you're not comfortable to having a really like yeah. honest conversation mm-hmm. about something that's really upsetting you, yeah. not really comfortable with confrontation, yeah. if that's if that's you, then I would look to assign a person that's in your bridal party or a close friend to see if they can talk yeah. to the people involved to see if they can say, look, you know, you get such a body's getting married and I know that you both don't get on, but please can you just try to put things aside for the wedding day? Yeah. Um that's if it's got to that stage. Yeah. I mean it might be something that there's a conversation not needed and almost saying nothing about it is everyone's understanding where yeah, they don't get on and that's okay, yeah. but everyone's cool about mm-hmm. it. There's nothing that needs to be talked about or dealt with. No. That's the way it is. But then the other option is, is that you can actually have a conversation with them both privately. If you felt comfortable enough to do it and just say, if a converse, if, if you've not, if for example, if the two people have fallen out recently and things haven't been mended or healed about it, yeah. then that's obviously a good time to talk and just say, look, I love you. And I just want to, you to know that I'm always here for you. Um, but I really hope that you're going to enjoy this process as well. And, you know, that's how I'm feeling. And then same to the other person, Mm -hmm. give them that love and reassurance. And then hopefully they'll be like, you know, I'm not putting any pressure on her. I don't want to do that. And, you know, let's almost just um, enjoy it for what it is. Yeah. Um, It is a difficult one. There's no doubt about it. it. It is. And obviously we don't know exactly why they're not getting on. And it could be a little thing like sorting out a hen party and then they're not mm. agreeing on something different sometimes personalities. it could be different personalities and i think sometimes all it is is miscommunication yeah. with certain people yeah so i think you are exactly right if it's just being open and honest having a conversation if you know you could have a conversation with one have a conversation with another and then you can all put it to bed between yourselves yeah amazing but i do think you need to kind of say you know this is my wedding i really mm. would love and appreciate if you could just get on for the morning. Yeah. And, you know, I think people normally would. Of course would, they do. They? Or just... having a mediator, a person that's literally part of the bridal party or, you know, close by to it, that can literally yeah. have that conversation on your mm-hmm. behalf so you're not getting involved. It's what... You, you'll you know the individual's personality. Yeah. You'll know the individual's story. You'll know your personality. So you've obviously, you yeah. know, got to work to all that situation, I would say. Yeah. I agree. And I just think, you know, honest, open conversations and mm. communication 
is key in any relationship yeah. so that, I think that's the most important thing isn't it I agree I, I obviously say you know when it comes to what you've just mentioned it could be something that there's a miscommunication about organizing something for the wedding you know we see that sometimes on a bride on a wedding morning there's a lot of different bridal party members and bridesmaids that are from different groups of friends so they're yeah. not necessarily friends outside of you no. so having kind of bit of yeah meetups getting to know each other that might be a good thing previous to the wedding yeah. isn't it so everyone's starting to understand different personalities everyone's getting to know everybody obviously the hen parties you know for yeah. that as well but having a few like little mini meetups that which is really exciting for you yeah exactly. you know so everyone kind of gets to know everyone's personality and understands what everyone needs is, yeah it's probably the best way to look at it isn't it yeah definitely um question number <laughs> seven, eight, two, <laughs> seven um, is it that's number seven yes um this is an interesting question my mum's getting too involved what should i do so yeah. we do get this question we have spoke about this with our own brides haven't we and things yeah. and i think you know parents can get involved because the child's getting married and they're so excited oh, no. and i think what you've got to do is just going back to that that what we've just said is again communicate just Absolutely. say look this is my wedding this is what I'm choosing to do Tradici- I love you I love you yeah. I respect you I honor you yeah. but you know I don't really want that at my wedding yeah. and I think the difference is today from obviously I have no idea what this bride's how old this bride's mum is but traditions and weddings have changed over the years yeah they have and I yeah. think sometimes what was the right thing to do few years ago I think the much more it's all dependent on the bride and groom absolutely you know whoever is getting married it's all dependent on what they want yeah whereas I think a long time ago it was kind of you ticked a box a little bit didn't yeah. you yeah you had your wedding looking like this yeah and nowadays which is amazing you've got so many different styles and options and venues yeah. and so for some people that are quite you know traditional in their personality yeah. type they can find that really, really difficult. you know, difficult for them. So they might be dealing with that. They might be like, is this the dumb thing? Mm-hmm. When really, weddings are all about however you want your day. Yeah. However you want it, you have it. Yeah. And this is an amazing time to get married yeah. in life, I think. I feel so lucky that I'm, um, you know, I'm my age I am and, you know, you're the age that you are and you're getting married and I, well, you know, want to be married one day, that... You've got options to have it any way you I know, want. This is the it. day is about love and you too. Yeah. But you're right, things have changed. They've moved on so much. And I think you have to again communicate that with whoever it is, if it's your mum, your dad, you know, it could be an in law, whoever, and just say, Look, it has changed. Yeah. Look at this wedding, look at yeah. this option, look and show them and and tell you know, share with them your research as well and they may be open minded to it. Yeah, love and that. let them so for example if there's something that you're not that bothered about yeah maybe let give them that job absolutely that might be a nice thing to do do you know what i would say that's possibly what a bit of pain is for the the person that's possibly getting too over involved is that they feel they want to be involved and they're not or they no i think it's probably that yeah and by giving them a job and giving them a responsibility and giving them a role you feel like they're giving back yeah you feel like you're giving back but I do think that, you know, obviously with the question before about the bridesmaids, we did get a few of those you were saying, yeah. weren't you? That obviously we've took two comments here. 
but we did get a few that was like you know about different relatives and different yeah. kind of people that have been talking to them about weddings so we will discuss I think we need to discuss that in more yeah. detail because mm-hmm. if that's something that your findings happening then let's talk about yeah. it let's talk about it and let's give you our advice about how to you know help that situation help it. I know exactly because you want it to be a lovely experience don't you yeah you don't want to be I, getting upset with anybody no and I do love what you've said there about just giving that person that giving them responsibility yeah I think that's yeah. a really good solution because some people that's what all it is for them isn't yeah. it they just literally want to be part of it yeah exactly yeah no that's a, that's a good solution yeah and then the final question is all about flower girls oh. so she said we're my flower girls what do I do with my flower girl's hair and when do I buy their dresses? Oh, I love the flower oh, girls no. on the morning. They're just absolute little angels. They're good, aren't they? They're just so sweet. I feel like you always end up being like Elsa or Frozen, don't you? <laughs> Singing along with them. I'm and... in my vibe, <laughs> literally. I, I remember once, I remember once the little girl, Molly, she was beautiful. <laughs> And she was two and her mum was trying to have photos with her um, bridesmaids. So me and Molly went to find the invisible fox under the bed. You've got to do it. <laughs> and do you know, they're, they're the most magical moments yeah. those, aren't they? And do you know what? <laughs> I think that, I, let's, 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 you know, give them credit. When it comes to a wedding morning, sometimes with the flower girls, when they're only little and young, it can feel a bit overwhelming. Yeah. You've got all these people that's coming into the room. You know, you've got all this like kind of excitement and giddy stuff, but you don't really know what it is. No. So and children can sense it. Can they can sense the yeah. excitement, the emotion? They're like, oh my god, what's going on? Yeah. This is especially on a Friday morning, and yeah. they're not at school. <laughs> I know. I love that. But I think that you know, it's they are they're the precious, aren't they? Such lovely memories um, of having the flower girls. Over yeah. I love that. Um, yeah. So when it comes to like, I'll. I'll uh, talk about hair because obviously I do hair mm-hmm. and I'll do the flower girls hair we do quite you know a lot of um talking to mums about flower girls hair because what we hear from mums often is that they don't like having their hair done no or they want it a certain way and what I would say about that is to really talk to them in advance and get them excited about it yeah. and be like oh, you're going to have your hair done like a princess you know all this stuff that you would do yeah. anyway but get them giddy about it because that is something that they love to be part of. They want yeah. to feel part of that wedding morning, don't they? Um, when you've got the really young uh, flower girls, what you've just got to bear in mind is things like you want it to be comfortable for them. Yeah. So you want it to be wearable. You want it to be comfortable. Um, also, you know, when they're at that age, maybe like from four to like six or seven, it's sometimes, you know, we've had conversations with mums that are brides um, or, you know, the brides have talked to us about it saying, you know, she'll just be running around. Yeah. She'll just be nonstop. She'll be doing headstands in a bit. So maybe a solution for that is having hair up. Yeah. So popping the hair up so it stays in place. Mm-hmm. It stays in place for the photos. Um, so you know that that's sorted yeah. as well. Um, and I'd say, you know, things like you know, just going back to when, you know, the point about some flower girls don't really like to have the hair done, you know, a way to get around that and help you with that is help is ask them to pick their hair accessories. Yeah. So have some in mind, maybe have two or three options in mind that you love and ask them to choose it and like, right, which one do you want to wear? Which one do you love? Because that helps them to feel... I've made that decision, I'm going to wear it, so you've no worries on the wedding morning, and also quite empowered as well, yeah. they're part of all the planning. That's it. So that's They've another, that yes, decision. that's a good way to do it as yeah. well. Yeah. Oh, bless them. <laughs> and then flower girls' dresses. 
Yeah, so with flower girls dresses, obviously it depends on the age, doesn't it? But I think you should always, with any of the little ones, buy the dresses and shoes and little suits and stuff obviously closer to your yes, wedding don't definitely. get them too early because they grow don't they the children yeah. many times we've heard that where yeah. they've like i've you know i've got these shoes for her because I've, she's grown out yeah. tried it on last week and they've grown out yeah them. so that's definitely definitely a good point yeah. a few weeks maybe a month uh, you know up to a month before mm-hmm. the wedding maybe and there's so many gorgeous options out there for especially um flower girl dresses so don't feel you know think panicked thinking you know, the wedding's in two months' time and I've not got the dress. There's so many gorgeous options. And again, going back to what we said about the Facebook community groups and things, you know, ask and say, has anyone, you know, I'm fancying a little, I don't know, whatever you fancy, but the answer will sometimes be in one of them forums Absolutely. and things. There's loads so, of gorgeous online options loads. as well for the dresses. And get your inspiration from Pinterest and, mm-hmm. and Instagram and have a look where they're tagged because yeah. people always, st- you know, they do the tags now, yeah. don't they? Um, and talking about inspiration and ideas, we are actually going to be doing a workshop um, called Little Girls Hair Workshop. Um, this is based on the fact that we've done, you know, thousands of flower girls hair over the years. And, you know, we hear as well on a wedding morning often, of um, you know mums saying I wish I could do that yeah. so we're going to be doing a workshop um so best place to head for that I think the link is in our Nala and Not Instagram account yeah. which is at Nala and Not A N D K N O T um and we've got like a link um website link yeah in the bio so click on that and you can register your interest for that if you want because it's going to be showing different ideas mm-hmm. for hair that's a good yeah, show we've had a lot that? a lot of interest in that already haven't we yeah oh, is that is that the end well i like that kind of vibe we'll ask questions <laughs> do you i know i feel like um what's she called when you ask that she called deirdre right what do i do i love that <laughs> We, we, we should be like your wedding Wendy's. Yeah. <laughs> but if this has been helpful, please do leave a comment. You know, it's only through your feedback that we can do more of this, less of this, whatever you need. Um, keep sending us your questions. That's why we formed the Feel Good Bride yeah. Club, just to really help you every single step. So this is what we're here for. And, you know, we love getting your messages and we love being able to help you. You know, it can be something that features on the podcast to really, you know, help you make a decision, help you feel better about something. So please keep those coming. Mm-hmm. Oh, thank you. <laughs> thank you so much for listening. You've, you, you're very good at the end, you. I, I'm not as good as you at the end. <laughs> you're good throughout. And you're, good, you're good always. I always it. let you wrap up. <laughs> I'll wrap it up. You know your stuff. <laughs> Well, if you have enjoyed our podcast, we would love you to like and comment and share it with your bridal besties. We would love you to follow us on social media. We're on Instagram, we're on Facebook. Please come and join us on our free members community on Facebook. This is where the conversation, the bridal bus continues and we have lots of exciting lives that goes on there we did one last night um all about that bridal girl that i mentioned earlier you can still catch it on mm-hmm. replay so go and have a little watch of that if you're a bride and you're planning your wedding we've also got a freebie a lovely kind of freebie pdf 
all about bridal goal setting. So if you like the um, the live and all the information on there, you just need to contact us with your email address we'll and it, say, yeah. and we'll send it over to you. You can print you. it off and then you can, <clears throat> excuse me, you can print it off and then you can write it all in yourself. So. Absolutely. Also, another thing, please. <laughs> We're wrapping this up. <laughs> Sorry about that. Please, will you um, please. review us? <laughs> Please, will you leave us a review? Oh, yes, if you're listening please. on to Spotify, if you're listening on Apple, we would love your reviews. It helps us kind of reach more people. It helps us help more brides. So please leave us a lovely review. Don't leave one star. <laughs> please leave five stars. <laughs> but that would really, really help us. And let's keep that conversation going on all of our social media platforms. Um, but we are going to wrap up now. <laughs> Sorry, it's drop. nearly 40 minutes. It's another podcast. <laughs> Wrapping up is like, right. Anyway, let's go. Let's go. Bye, guys. Sending lots of love. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. And we are so excited to be part of your wedding journey. Don't forget, if you've not subscribed, please do. Please leave us a review. Please share it with all your bride-to-be friends. And we can't wait to catch up next time. See See you soon. soon. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.